Hey everyone and welcome to Sharing Our Faith. I am so excited that you guys have decided to join us today for our podcast. We are um, just one huge ministry that is built on biblical truth and we're excited to share our stories of hope and faith. So thank you for tuning in today and we hope that you enjoy this podcast. We would love for you to subscribe to our channel as well as our YouTube to get more videos just in loving encouragement throughout your week and your month. And we're going to go ahead and get started. So today's episode is titled Finding Courage During the Wait. And it's all about just finding a courage during that season of waiting. Romans 8, 24, 25 says that for in this hope we were saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And that's a New King James Version. See, we're all waiting for something in life. Something that we believe will take us to our next season. Maybe that's a new car, a bigger house, a job, relationship, engagement, marriage, financial increase, promotion at work, children, or maybe you're waiting for something different. Whatever that something is for you, while we're going through this podcast, I would love for you to write that down or even think about it. Maybe you can place it in an area of your home that you're often in, like your bathroom, your bedroom, maybe beside your nightstand. For some of you, that may even be your car. And as you write that down, and every time you walk past that, I want you to just pray to God for that thing. Whatever you're waiting for, continue to pray to God. Because I believe that the more we pray for the things we're waiting on, that God will ready our hearts to receive that thing. Often while we're in a season of waiting, times may feel like you're literally in the middle of standstill traffic in a big city. What is so full of purpose and big opportunities, yet you're blinded by the red lights and what looks like the impossible. And for me, that's when my patience truly begins to run thin. See, society today tells us that if we want something, that we go get it on our own. That we don't have to wait for God or anyone else to help us get what we want. That we just do it all on our, by ourselves. Now, I'm a firm believer in action. I do believe that we have a part to play. That we should always be planning and mapping out our goals. But I also know that when we have placed our goals and dreams into the hands of our creator, that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8:28. When we strive to make our realities happen overnight, that's when we remove ourselves from the will of God and him at the center of our lives. So I'm going to tell you guys a personal story. See, for me, I was impatiently waiting for a long time for a relationship. I felt like I was ready for that season and that if I was ready, that I needed to go ahead and find my man on my own. I felt like whatever man passed by me and I just felt the Holy Spirit's presence in my heart that that was the man I was going to marry. You see, I was trying to fill this void of loneliness and find anyone who could come in and um, just begin to selfishly seek after men. See, I didn't care how that made me look. I didn't care about what people thought about me at that time. I literally just felt it's time for me to get married. So got to find that man, right? See, I found myself turning to the world for answers and validations. I tied my identity to what felt like real love. And although I felt like I was ready to tie the knot, I was like, well, got to start searching some way, somehow. Then like clockwork, I was in a never ending cycle of unhappiness. 
I focused so much on finding someone or seeking or striving to find someone that I literally lost sight of who I was. I lost sight of what God wanted for me. And more importantly than a relationship with someone else, he wants me to have a great relationship with him. See, I would find someone walking down the street as desperate as I was, y'all. I would say, you know what? That could be my husband. And I would just do anything I could to either grab their attention or find myself um, moving in a way that would seem like I wanted them or they wanted me or just literally craziness. (laughs) You see, I just felt like I had to do this on my own and I didn't want to wait for God because he was taking too long, so I thought. But then I realized that when I lost sight of God, I made myself ready for a season in life that God had not yet prepared me for. So maybe you're like me. Maybe you're in a season of waiting for a financial increase and you're just struggling to make ends meet. Maybe you're wondering, God, why me? Why this season? Why this time? Why now? Maybe you're waiting to have children. You're waiting for God to bless you and your husband or you and your wife with a child. Maybe you're waiting for that bigger home, that home that you feel like you need to just um, to make yourself feel good or even to do what to do God's will, to build community and have community in that home. Whatever you're waiting for, I just want to pray for you and with you, but I also want to give you three practical tools that helped me while I was in my season of waiting. And through this, these three things helped me maintain courage and they helped me find hope while I was waiting. So for short, I like to call this the PPO method. My first P stands for pursue. Pursue God. See, what does pursuing God look like or even mean to you? Pursuing God can look like reading his word and getting deeper into um, his word. It could look like building community with those around you who align their faith with the Bible. That could look like surrendering your will for his. Pursuing God may look different for each and every one of us. That may look like you worshiping every time you're in your car. And for me, pursuing God looks like sacrifice. And I know that seems kind of silly, but it, it is what it is. Sacrifice for me is what I have to do to pursue God. See, I am not a morning person. It takes me a good hour in the morning before I even feel like talking to people. And so I know that the only time that I haven't to actually spend quiet time with God is in the mornings. So I have to sacrifice some evenings and sacrifice some some night outs with my friends to come home and go to bed early to get enough sleep to wake up in the morning to specifically spend time with God. You see, in that time, I'm reading his word and I'm finding out some things that he's saying about me, about what I should do with my anger, what I should do with my love for others, what I should do with my giving and my time. I'm also worshiping, I'm putting on worship music for 30 minutes to an hour and just literally sitting in his presence. And another part of that is sitting still to listen, sitting still to listen and let God speak to me. See, when we focus on God, we're able to live a life full of faith. Hebrews 11 states, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This chapter talks about a lot of men and women in the Bible who had faith while they were waiting on God to fulfill promises for their lives. You see, in that book, in that chapter, it talks about Abraham and Sarah, how they waited for years to bear a child. 
Sarah and Abraham were both in late ages of 90, almost 100, when they were when they actually conceived a child together. But they still conceived a child. You see, all the, all through that time, they were waiting for God to fulfill that promise for them. They may not have had courage throughout the entire time, but they still waited. And we believe, I believe, that their heart behind waiting was shown through all of that to, to see and to be tested and know of God's faithfulness and his willingness to keep his promises. It also talks about many men and women who just sacrificed time and, and over time, they let God have control over their lives. They waited. And although the time frame may appear to some of them, they still trusted in God. And I believe that's because we all know that his timing is always perfect. So my first P is for pursue. Pursue God in all that you do. Number two is for process. To focus on the process. The end goal is always great to keep in mind. But you should never let that distract you from your present experiences. See, when you're running a race, or maybe if you're not a racer, like I'm not, <laughs> but you have something in mind, and it's you have this end goal that you're looking to just to achieve and to accomplish. Like running a race, racers know that each step that they take during that race is just as important as the step that they take to cross the finish line. Because in the present moment, they're focusing their attention on their breath, they're focusing on where they're running, and they're paying attention to what's around them. And in that moment, they can find peace and courage to keep pushing forward, knowing that their end result will be so worth it. You see, maybe you're trying to achieve a goal that just seems kind of far off. I want you to know that the steps that you're taking right now to achieve that goal are just as important. Take time to plan them out. Take time to look at what you can do better, to look at what you may can do a little bit less of. In the middle of this process and these experiences, let God show you how important it is right now so that while you're focusing on the process and while you know how important it is, it's okay to still know that end result is there. The journey to great things doesn't always come easy. And we all know that the Lord has purpose behind every situation we face. So again, maybe you're waiting for that job increase and you just feel like right now you're stuck and you're struggling. Focus on what you can do now to better yourself. Focus on what you can do right now to focus and to pay attention to detail, to pay attention to the things around you. Because in this season, in this waiting for that new job, God is molding you and shaping you to handle what he's prepared you for in the future. So trust and believe and trust that process. All right, and number three is for obey. This is for remaining obedient. What does it mean to actually obey? When we think about obeying, what what do you think of when when that comes to your mind? See, for me, obeying means to simply follow God's instructions. And when I think of that, sometimes I'm like, yep, I just gotta say yes to everything that just seems like it's God, right? But that's not always the case. See, not every opportunity that God provides will require a yes. Some of his opportunities will require you to say no, and that's okay. The biggest thing is that you remain obedient. In order to follow instructions, you have to first be able to listen to them. See, are you giving yourself time during your day, at any point during your day, to sit still and listen to God? Are you allowing him the opportunity to speak directly into your heart, into your mind, into your soul, and to give you 
the promises that he has in store for you. When you remain obedient, when you obey God's word, you are setting yourself up for him to come and make a way out of no way in your life. See, God gives us opportunities sometimes to test our faith. And if we're obedient, we know that not everything will require us to simply do it. So I believe that when you remain obedient and you focus on what God has for you right now, that he will continue to direct your paths and he will also open up doors that no man can open and close doors that no man can close. So to wrap things up, for our short-term method, we have the PPO, to pursue God, to focus on the process, and to remain obedient. I pray that these three tools and these three things will help you while you're in a season of waiting. Whatever season that, season that may look like, I just pray that you continue to remind yourself that God has not left you. He never will. And that you can always trust in him. Because even during the waiting, we can always have courage. I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast. I'm super excited to share what God has placed on my heart for all these things, sharing our faith. So if you wouldn't mind, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. We love to hear your feedback and your comments. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at underscore sharing our faith. We love you guys. We pray that you have a successful and great rest of your week. And I just ask that if you have anything on your heart, any prayer requests, any suggestions, any positivity, any just um, need for encouragement, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We love, love, love to just pour into you guys and also hear your stories of faith and things that God is doing in your life and in your heart. So thanks so much again for tuning in and you guys have a great rest of your day.